I'm pretty sure a lot of us have a love-hate relationship when it comes to Instagram Reels, right? But I've learned a lot over the last six months about Instagram Reels and how to maximize them for your photography business so that you can reach the right followers. So in this episode, I am going to share with you a lot of the myths around Instagram reels, a lot of the mistakes that I see photographers making and how to actually use them easily in your business to attract dream clients. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full time. I do this with my certification, the beauty and birth and through marketing school for photographers. If you're here right now and you feel like you're posting to the same like seven people over and over and you cannot get your account to grow no matter what you do and actually get the right people to follow you, it might be because you're not posting reels or you're not posting the right reels. In my experience, reels are the best way to reach new audiences In fact, when I did my Instagram experiment back in May, where I posted two times a day, every day for the month of May, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back a couple of episodes after this to episode 149, my reels were the posts that reached new people. Let me say that again. Carousel posts, static posts, stories, none of those reached new people. And I could look in my insights and see this, and so can you. My reels were the only thing that actually reached new people. So I started to think about it like this. Okay, so if reels are reaching the new people, I would then use carousels and stories to get those people to opt in or take the next step with me. So reels are sort of the wide-reaching strategy, and carousels and stories are more of the way to like get them deeper into your world. Recently, Adam Masseri, the head of Instagram, disclosed what the algorithm is looking for with Reels. This means that he's telling us exactly what to do with Reels to reach new people. Okay, super cool. Are you ready for this? I'm going to tell you. He said the goal of Reels is to entertain first and foremost. It's to first be entertaining. So let's just stop right there. Are your Reels entertaining? Are they something that are is informational and helpful, but also entertaining? That's the number one thing he said was the most important thing when it comes to Instagram Reels. And he also said that a signal that a Reel is good is if the viewer finishes the Reel. So important. So if people aren't finishing your Reel, chances are it's not going to reach a lot of people and it's not going to reach its maximum potential. So then we know, okay, the goal is to entertain and the goal is to get the viewer to finish the reel. He also said the goal is to get them to reshare it and or visit the audio page for the sound. So resharing it looks like copying the link and sending it to a friend or resharing in their stories. Those are all ways that they reshare it. And they're looking at that as a very valuable metric in reels. 
And I thought that the visiting the audio page was interesting. They're actually looking at that as a metric as well to know if they want to push out the reel to new people. So the reels need to be entertaining. We need to get the viewer to finish the reel. We need to see if we can get them to share the reel and or visit the audio page. To me, he mentioned the audio page kind of last. So that's last in my mind. What's first in my mind is entertaining and getting them to finish the reel. I love that he shared what the reels algorithm is looking for. Now, some of you might be listening to this and you're like, okay, Tavia, you're kind of talking over my head here. Like, I'm not even making reels right now. Like, I don't want to be on camera. And if that's you, I totally get it because that used to be me. I used to feel like my house wasn't cute enough or that I had to fix my hair, put makeup on. My kids are being too crazy. Like it just felt like a lot to record a simple video. Maybe you kind of feel the same way, but you actually don't have to be on video to create a reel. There's a lot of other things that you can do besides being direct to camera in your reel. You can share your images. You can share your screen like of you editing. You can share some B-roll of you just being a mom, of you at a session, of you at your computer. There's a lot of things. You can even just like record a video of the sky or of a flower blowing in the wind and put some text on the screen. There's a lot of ways that you can record a reel without being direct to camera. And so when you start to think about what you want to post and you're thinking about the type of image you want to share or the type of thing that you want to talk about, think about some of those examples. If you're like, I don't really want to go face to camera here. Think about some of those examples and how you can turn that into a reel. Now, I will say, I think that putting your face in front of your ideal client is a really great way to use Instagram to build trust and connection. And that's something we talk about a lot in marketing school is building your personal brand and really leaning on that personal brand as a marketing tool. And whenever you're using Instagram, like direct to camera, you're using Instagram showing your face, it's a really good way to do that. But if that feels intimidating, if that feels hard, if that feels like difficult to keep up with, I highly recommend using some of these other ways that we just talked about to record Instagram reels without showing your face. Another hesitation that a lot of photographers have when it comes to creating Instagram reels is that creating reels takes a lot of time. Is that you? Are you kind of struggling to create reels? Cause you're like, dude, it's going to take me like two hours to make this thing. And it's going to get like four likes. Anybody? I, it's totally me sometimes. And honestly, it does take a decent amount of time. I'm not going to lie, especially when you're first learning how to do it and how to edit the videos and add text and all of that. But I want to offer a little bit of a mental reframe here. Cause I want to ask you what other way can you reach hundreds or thousands of people for free, right? Because we can pay with our time or we can pay with our money. And so if you're in a position where you're not willing or able to spend money on ads right now, or it's not the primary way you're bringing in new clients, we then have to look at social media and look at what's working on social media. And after years of being on the platform, since they introduced Reels, in my experience, it's still reels. Reels are still what's bringing in the large majority of new followers. That's the key, new followers. Again, reels is how they're coming in. 
it's wide, it's casting a wide net and static photos and carousels is, and stories is how they're becoming endeared to you and your brand. The more you create reels, the faster you're going to get at coming up with the idea and recording and editing and posting and scheduling. Honestly, recording to me is the fastest part. Recording doesn't even take that much time. A lot of times it's the editing and kind of like the post-processing. It's a lot like photography, right? Like we're spending not that much time taking photos and a lot of time editing the photos. It's similar with reels, but just like with photography, the more you edit, the more you do it, the better you become at it and the faster you become at it. So If your reels currently are not reaching hundreds or thousands of people yet, let's talk about some mistakes that you might be making. Now, since I've been working with photographers on reels and Instagram and social media for years, including since reels very first came onto the scene, I have seen some really incredible photographers being brave and putting themselves out there to get more views and followers and engagement with reels. And if that's you, I see you. Like I see you out there doing it imperfectly. And I think that's incredible. But I want to help you take it to the next level. I want to kind of share the advanced strategies if you're already posting reels so that you can maximize the time that you're spending to get the most views from the right people. So if you're disappointed in your results, it's usually because of a few things. Now, if I could sit down with you and look at your Reels feed and offer suggestions, I absolutely would, but this is the next best thing. So I want to share the big mistakes that you might be making with your Reels. Mistake number one is taking too long to get to the hook or to get to something interesting. If you're starting your Reels off with a long pause, the millennial pause, right? Or you're starting your reels off with, hey guys, or hey, I'm Tavia. And today I'm going to, you've lost people. They're already going to start scrolling to the next video. People are making a decision literally in about one second, if they're going to watch your video or not. So it is very important to get right to the point. If the viewer has to wait longer than one or two seconds, they're going to swipe to the next video. And it can be easy to kind of fall into almost being like clickbaity. So don't swing that far, but it's important to get right to the point and to start the video right where it starts. Skip the introduction, skip the, hey, it's Tavia, skip the long pause and get straight into what you're talking about. So that's the first mistake is it's taking too long to get to the hook or get to something interesting. Mistake number two is not including text on the screen or captions on your reels. Here's the thing. For most of us, our ideal client is a mom and moms don't watch Instagram with audio. Maybe you're a mom listening to this and you're like, yeah, you're right. I never listen to Instagram with the sound on, right? Because you're like hiding from your kids for a minute or you don't want them to run over and look at what you're looking at or you're feeding the baby and the baby's sleeping and you're watching with it muted. Like a lot of people, a lot of moms are watching Instagram with the sound off. So when your reel doesn't have text on the screen and it doesn't have the captions, you're likely losing a lot of people. And here, I want to dig into this point just a little bit more because I see photographers using captions and I've noticed for myself when I'm watching a reel that has captions, even sometimes the captions move too slowly for me. So what I've started to do is include summarizing text 
on the screen that's saying what I'm talking about. So I'm giving people the option to read the caption, but they'll also know what's going on in the reel based on the blocks of text that I'm adding. So for example, if I'm talking about um, how much birth photography costs and I'm saying like, hey guys, <laughs> I just said, don't, don't start your reels that way, okay? Don't start your reels that way. But if you're saying birth photography is so expensive and I've been a birth photographer for a decade and here's what I've learned about what birth photographers charge in medium cost of living areas. That might be what the caption says, but what the actual text on screen is going to say is something very simple, like ever wonder how much birth photography actually costs? It's just summarizing what I'm saying. Hopefully that makes sense since this is like an audio medium. (laughs) Hopefully you know what I'm saying. Um, Just pay attention to your interaction with reels and stories and see what catches your attention and what you're swiping past. So mistake number two is not including text on screen or captions. Mistake number three is long pauses between clips. For example, that was a very long, uncomfortable pause, right? And sometimes when we're recording our reels in sections, there's like a little bit of time and it might even be as short as half a second or one second, but that feels like an eternity on Instagram reels when there's dead air, dead silence. And so I highly encourage you to go in and edit each clip to start right when you're speaking and to end right when you stop speaking. In fact, sometimes I'll edit my clips to be mid my first word. So if I'm saying, here's a way to, it will sound like, ears away too, because I'm starting the clip halfway through the word, right? People know what you're saying. And that's even more going to get their attention because you're, you're starting right in the middle of it, right? There's not that dead space, that dead air. Mistake number four, creating reels that are too long and not engaging. Listen, people have short attention spans. We know this. That's been like a theme of this conversation, right? And that's why the head of Instagram, Adam Osseri, said one of the key metrics to getting people to watch or to get your Instagram story pushed out to new people is for them to watch the entire story. And so when they're watching the entire story, that's telling Instagram that this is engaging. This is interesting. So when you're making your reels so long that people are swiping off of them, you're not getting the benefit of that really important metric of them watching the entire thing. So if you're new to Instagram reels or if your Instagram reels aren't getting the views that you want or hope that they would get, try making them shorter. Challenge yourself to make your reels 15 seconds. Like if you're talking direct to camera, challenge yourself to make them 15 seconds. If you're not talking direct to camera, honestly, they should probably be more like 10, five seconds and see if that helps your engagement and see if that helps people at least finish your video. It might help your views. And then in your reels, you can make them longer as you start to get more comfortable, as you start to understand what's keeping people's attention, what's keeping them watching your reels, you can start to make them a little bit longer. But I encourage you to challenge yourself to make your next reel at least 15 seconds as the maximum or less. Mistake number five is bad lighting or bad video quality. 
don't use this as an excuse not to do reels, okay? Like, well, I knew it. I have got to get a new iPhone before I can do reels, or I've got to get this fancy lighting equipment before I can do reels. That's not true. But if you're somebody who's already recording reels and you're not getting the views that you want, try to improve this as best as you can. We're photographers. We understand lighting, right? And so get in front of a window or get two ring lights on your face. Make sure that your camera lens on your phone doesn't need to be cleaned off. How many of us on our front-facing camera, it's always all gunky and kind of foggy looking? Man, lick your thumb, scrub that lens, use your t-shirt, get in there, get it nice and clean. You'll be surprised what that can do to make your video quality even better. If you want to get super fancy, you can use the camera usually on the back of your phone if you're using an iPhone is a nicer camera, just a better quality camera. I like, I still use my front facing camera because I like to be able to see myself (laughs) and like know where I'm looking and what I'm doing. But if you want to try using the back camera, that also is going to have a higher um, quality. Another thing to think about when it comes to poor video quality is test taking a few steps back Set your tripod up and instead of your face filling the entire frame, show yourself from the waist up or show your complete body talking. Like changing up those viewpoints helps because when you're scrolling through Instagram and you see like talking head, talking head, talking head, and they're all basically just people's faces, it interrupts the flow and the pattern and kind of catches people's attention if there's something different. So if you're used to doing reels where your face is like filling the entire frame, try doing something different and showing a little bit more of yourself and putting the camera further back um, just to mix it up and see if that helps. Okay, mistake number six I see photographers make when it comes to Instagram reels is they're not giving a call to action. Now, when I say call to action, you might think that I'm saying to sell something or to offer some sort of promotion. And calls to action don't always mean some kind of promo. Calls to action can be as simple as double tap if you agree, or share this with a friend who needs to hear this message, or follow for more. Really as simple as those three words. That quick and simple reminder can be what helps your post get more reach or stops it completely dead in its tracks. So when you fix these mistakes that we just talked about, these six mistakes, you're much more likely to reach new audiences and get new followers that are the right type of people. Now, let's talk about how to reach people in your area as a photographer. Because if you're thinking, okay, cool, but if my reel goes viral, or if I've had a reel go viral in the past, how does that actually help me grow my photography business? Because a lot of those views aren't coming from people in my city. Like maybe they're even people in another country, right? Or they're people not in your state, like they're in the US or they're in your country, but they're not people that you can serve. And I love the thinking behind this question. So there's a few things that you can do that might help. First of all, in your reel, you can mention your location, you can tag your location, you can use location specific hashtags. Those things will say like, hey, this is important to people in Oklahoma City, and it will tell the algorithm that but you still might not only reach people in your area and that is a-okay. I want you to think about it like a billboard. If you put up a billboard for newborn photography in your city, right? Is it only going to reach your ideal clients? No, absolutely not. 
but it might reach a few of them. That's the thought process behind using Reels as a local service-based business. You're going to reach a lot of people who won't hire you, but you're casting a wide net to find the people that will. So I do still think it's a valuable use of your time and use those little hacks to make it location specific and also know that it might be a small percentage that are your ideal client and that's okay because these are people that you're able to reach for free, which is so incredible. So in this episode, we talked about kind of the misconceptions some photographers have about Instagram Reels. We talked about what metrics Instagram Reels is looking for to push out your content to new people. And I shared a lot of the mistakes that I see photographers are making with their Reels and how to reach people in your area as a photographer using Instagram Reels. If this episode was helpful to you, I would love it if you text it to your photography biz bestie who might benefit from hearing this information. And if you haven't done so, I would love it if you would take a minute to leave the show a review. Each and every review helps the show reach more people, which allows me to keep doing this for free. So thank you in advance for sharing your honest opinions about the show. And remember, my friend, if you have a passion, it's not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, it is there for a reason. And I hope that you're going to follow that passion and make it happen. Have a great week. 